Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I can do the words. This podcast may contain adult so... oh. What? <laughs> we are recording. <laughs> this podcast may contain adult themes, strong language, and stupid health advice. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to In Bad Taste, where we cast a critical eye over health documentaries and the claims they make. I'm your host, reluctant host, registered nutritionist Pixie Turner. <laughs> and I am your other reluctant host, uh, cardiothoracic surgeon Dr. <laughs> Nikki Stamp. We are being so whingy about this film, but with good reason, uh, because we've had to watch it. <laughs> But the last few years, as you know, have seen an explosion in health documentaries that claim to hold the secret to health, longevity, curing disease, and sadly, as we have been finding out, most of them are absolute nonsense at best. Absolutely. And this time is no exception. We're yet to find a health documentary that does a pretty great job and we're still on one of the most requested and also most notoriously crap health documentaries. What the health? Yes, after watching it, we uh, have, have worked out why it's been so re- so requested and seriously denigrated by critics. Last week, we talked about some of the claims that the film makes about meat, which were generally wrong. Uh, just to be clear, we're not here to advocate for a meat-heavy diet or any diet in particular, but the meat claims were way off base. Oh, yeah, they were not accurate at all. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. This week, though, we're going to look at eggs. Because like meat, what the health thinks that eggs are also killing us and are apparently the same as cigarettes. So way off target with some of the things they say. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I feel like that this film has uh, is harking back to science that is decades old when eggs were really out of favour because I remember growing up that people would say not to eat too many eggs in a day and then I don't know when it was, it was probably maybe in the late 90s or so that eggs started to really come back into favour, um, particularly particularly amongst people who were being health conscious. They were all of a sudden a staple for breakfast because of their high protein content. People were having omelettes and all kinds of egg things. And, you know, the, I, the, the main reason that eggs were out of favour, I think, was due to the fact that they're pretty high in cholesterol. And we used to think that mm-hmm. 
the main reason that people would get high cholesterol is that you had too much cholesterol in your diet. But that understanding, particularly as it pertains to eggs, has really, really evolved. Hugely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, there's a good reason why we used to think this and why the research used to show this. And that is because most dietary sources of cholesterol are also good dietary sources of saturated fat. So you usually get the two together in a lot of different foods. And then eventually we separated out those two nutrients because eggs are a great example of that. Eggs are Eggs contain plenty of dietary cholesterol, but don't actually give you a lot of saturated fat. You get, I think it's something like 1.8, 1.9 grams of saturated fat per egg. It's not much at all. So this is a good example of separating those out. And once we did that, we figured out it's actually the saturated fat that when you have a lot of it increases your risk of heart disease. It's not the dietary cholesterol because what happens when you eat cholesterol, your body simply makes less because that's right. Your body makes less cholesterol on its own just like that Mm -hmm. it's kind of pretty cool actually I mean it's one of the things that I studied as part of my biochemistry degree was just like the whole pathway and it's really interesting (laughs) fascinating stuff but uh, yeah I mean now we have really good research that shows that you know up to three eggs per day has a positive impact on heart Mm -hmm. disease risk positive Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely you know you're 100% right our our bodies the most most cholesterol that we have in our bodies is cholesterol that we've made ourselves now there's no two ways about it that what you eat can push the system one way or another it can push the system to to make more cholesterol but it's not actually the the cholesterol that you ingest is necessarily the problem the cholesterol I think cholesterol is still included as you know there's there's like a ceiling that you want to try and hit or avoid hitting I should say in a lot of dietary guidelines but it's really not it's really not the way it was say in the 80s when eggs were just completely completely off the menu however however Kip, old mate Kip, uh, still seems to be on board with the fact that eggs are bad and the biggest, most notorious and probably one of the, oh, it's hard to pick the dumbest claim made by this film, but this this claim would be up there. Mm -hmm. One egg per day, one egg per day equals five cigarettes. No, 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 it doesn't, Kip, no. No, no. Uh, This is where... I absolutely lost my shit, 100%. Nikki, I don't know if you've seen my notes, but it's all—it's in all caps and it goes on for several, several paragraphs. Yeah. This is the most infuriating claim for me in this entire documentary because he found one study, just, just one study, the fucking audacity of this asshole to be just all like, I found one study, look at me, I'm such a fucking genius, look at what I found, waving it around like, I don't know, like it's some kind of fucking diploma. Sit the fuck down and stop pretending that you know anything at all about any food whatsoever. Stop pretending you actually give a shit about finding answers around food when all you're doing is busy scrolling through PubMed like it's Pornhub to find one measly study that gives you exactly what you want. I mean, one egg's like smoking five cigarettes. Fuck the fuck off. Then fuck off some more. How dare this appear on my TV with this absolute nonsense? 
Hey, Kip, do you have any idea how much damage control I have had to do in my clinic and on my social media just because of this one stupid claim that you found while scrolling at 1am? You don't actually give a shit about anyone's health. You actually don't. (laughs) He does not give a shit. If he did, he would actually have to sit with the consequences of his actions. But no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. I, I mean, yeah, I concur. I mean, do you know the thing that annoyed me? I mean, a lot of things annoyed me about this, but it's just this obsession that we have with comparing everything at the moment to cigarette smoke. Um, that, you know, uh, sitting is the same as smoking and not exercising the same as smoking and carbs are the same as smoking. And egg- No, no, they're really not, okay? They're really not. I even sort of got the feeling they were almost sort of downplaying smoking and elevating the risk of eating eggs above and beyond cigarette smoking, which really annoyed me because depending on the population that you look at, you know, 15 to 20% of people still smoke, still smoke. And the highest rates of smoking tend to be seen in disadvantaged communities who are already at high risk of of health issues. And so to say, you know, to say that smoking is actually not that bad, you know, you've got to be more worried about eating eggs is complete and absolute nonsense. And so to make his claim that smoking is is equal or worse than or, or better than than eating eggs, you would have to directly compare do a study, do a, a well-designed scientific study to compare eggs with smoking, and it hasn't been done. You know, c- cigarette smoke contains thousands upon thousands of chemicals that e- that cause a whole bunch of illnesses, lung cancer, you know, which I treat and a lot of people die from, head and neck cancer, vascular disease, impotence, you know, cardiovascular disease, bladder cancer, social effects. You know, it's just absolute nonsense to say that anything actually I'm really struggling to think of anything that increases your risk of disease to the same extent that cigarette smoking does and certainly certainly not eggs oh I've got one I've got one (laughs) go on I got one I got one if you were to go to Chernobyl that would probably work Mm -hmm. True. Yep. Okay. So cigarette smoking and Chernobyl, same. Uh, eggs, no. Um, but, you know, um, very kindly because, uh, you know, as we've probably told you a lot before, when we are watching these films, we have to stop and pause to write our notes or sometimes, you know, I will go, oh, hang on, I'll just quickly look that up. And they very kindly on their website have broken down all of their references by timestamp. On the on the what the health website don't go and visit it please don't don't do it it just gives them ammunition pushes them up Google search we don't want that but their reference <laughs> their reference for this claim that cigarette an egg per day equals five cigarettes is a blog post by Doctor uh, using the term loosely Michael Greger so there is literally no evidentiary support there they're not quoting a a study you know and even on this blog post he doesn't even he doesn't even list any of his references the 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 flimsiness of this claim is is astounding um, and it really really irritates me so as some i have a problem with people comparing things to smoking anyway but this one is just so 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 stupid and it has persisted people people kept asking for this film not by calling it by its title, but by saying, oh, can you please do the film with the cigarettes and eggs? I I have such mixed feelings about everything you've just said, because on the one hand, the fact that it's a blog post is just, oh my God, mind blowing. <laughs> and I'm so glad you said that. Well, the, on the other hand, it does kind of throw a spanner into my 
beautiful rant that I said earlier about him scrolling on PubMed. But hey, I mean, I still stand by everything else that I said. (laughs) I think he did do some scrolling on PubMed at 2am. I'm pretty sure he had like a dictionary next to him looking up all the big words. But anyway, following on from these claims about cigarettes, they make this absolutely nonsense claim that eggs cannot legally be labelled healthy. And I was like, ooh, ooh, we're throwing around the legal word a little bit there. Honestly, I had very little interest in this section. I kind of clocked out a bit. I was just like, Same. I mean, this is this is not science. This is marketing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yawn. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that interested in discussing marketing claims when there's so much science to discuss or lack of science in this documentary. I mean, personally, I'm of the opinion anyway that no food is healthy or unhealthy just intrinsically mm-hmm. because it's all context dependent. So I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever, who cares? <laughs> Blah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I, I agree. I think. I, I think that they they they're really trying to, you know, demonize these foods. And as we sort of said in the meat one, look, we're not stupid. You know, we know that there are dietary patterns that are associated with health or, or ill health. Conversely, there are a lot of factors that go into that, and we want to try and, as best we can, most of the time, work within those limits. But they've just taken a bazooka <laughs> to 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 a, a moderation, you know, a balanced diet. And, you know, uh, when they're really hammering home on eggs, and, you know, this is probably better for you to answer, Pixie, like I just thought, you know, eggs actually have a lot of macronutrients, micronutrients, they're relatively cheap. You know, I think that that's, by and large, they're all positive attributes to a food. I, I mean... I don't I don't understand why the vendetta. Yeah, I mean, like we said before, they're a great source of protein without the saturated fat, which you don't generally get in a lot of mm-hmm. animal products. So from that mm-hmm. sense, it's, it's really good. Also, I mean, a runny yolk is just one of the most beautiful things oh. in the world to me. Yeah. It's just absolutely gorgeous and so delicious so tasty so unbelievably delicious but yeah there is loads of good stuff in eggs primarily as you said cheap source of protein fantastic stuff we love that stuff it's also because it's an animal protein it's a complete protein which also means it gives us all the various amino acids that we need boom lovely it's also a great source of uh, choline and choline is an interesting nutrient that i think is become much more something that is being explored in research more recently. Mm. I didn't really see many discussions around this maybe five years ago, but now there are more discussions around the potential health benefits of choline, even to the point where some researchers are suggesting that vegans actually take a choline supplement if they're not eating Mm. eggs, for example. Mm. Now, I don't claim to know a lot about this. I haven't done a deep dive and unlike Kip, I don't pretend to know about things that I actually don't. And I don't just Google (laughs) a few PubMed articles and pretend I know everything. But it does seem to be an interesting area of research with some, yeah, be interesting to see where that goes in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that actually leads us very nicely into a very bold claim that Dr. Greger makes. Why is it always Dr. Greger? He says, (laughs) most kids by age 10 in the US already have fatty streaks in their arteries. Nikki, what the fuck? This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Do you know what? When you said that, when you said that, I was like... How does he even know that? That how does he even know that? Uh, here is a guy who had read something once in a textbook when he was in medical school, and then you know has used that to prop up this very flimsy claim. Uh, I just need to hang on. I need to like stretch out for this one. Okay, so when we are born our arteries are pristine they're so pretty and nice on the inside and then as we get older we're exposed to stress and environmental issues and we eat foods and some of us smoke and we might not exercise and our genetics kick in all these kinds of things and what happens is that we get plaque building up in our arteries and this does actually start in adolescence and it starts in the form of this thing called a fatty streak now a fatty streak is literally what it sounds like it's like someone's taken a little cholesterol paintbrush and just painted a little like whoosh on the inside of your artery and it's completely it's fine everybody will have them in particularly people who live in a western diet western world i should say it's really uncommon to to not have them However, there's no way of knowing that most kids or all kids by a certain age are going to have this because unless Dr. Gregor is chopping up children and looking at all of their arteries, he has no way of knowing this. He literally has no way of knowing this. There is no test that you can do. So we do know that from when we look at, you know, lots and lots of historical data that, yeah, that's when this starts. And as we get older, as we're exposed again to our genetics, our environment, what we eat, what, how we exercise, et cetera, those fatty streaks can then progress to actual atherosclerosis, which are the cholesterol plaques that then can go on and cause heart disease, peripheral vascular disease and strokes. Uh, so, you know, they, 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 ca- they are like a precursor lesion. But there's literally no way, way of, of testing this. Um, I think that... You know, I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, we can modify some of that risk to a degree, but eggs are not the way forward. (laughs) You know, I would much prefer that people just introduce more vegetables into their diet, exercise more and didn't take up smoking rather than, you know, crap their pants if they had an egg one time. 
But, you know, I, I think that that claim is just, it's such a scaremongering claim that has some basis, but not a lot of basis. And it's just, it's just there to, to make you freak out and worry about the one time your kid had scrambled eggs for, for breakfast. It's just, it's quite stupid. Well, I'm going to have nightmares for months about Dr. Gregor chopping up kids. So thanks for putting that image into my brain. <laughs> Legal disclaimer, we are not suggesting that Dr. Gregor chops up kids. But I'm still going to have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. But interesting that you said the word genetics there, Nikki, because there is a whole segment in this movie about can you fight your genetics, essentially. And I really don't think that people think genetics is the only thing that affects your risk of heart disease and so on. I think people are very aware of the impact of things like food and movement and sleep and stress. Yeah. I don't think that people think genetics everything. I mean, sure, they make a point that genes are the genes aren't the be all end all, which is fair, but you know, guys, diet also isn't the be all and end all of mm. this. It's really not. Yeah, it's it's that's so true. It's it's such an interesting argument. You know, when we first he he kept talking about this, you know, he talks about his family history and and as we sort of said in the last episode, we understand why he has a bit of, you know, anxiety around his own health. You know, he's he's got family histories. His father had bypass surgery at 49 years old, which is really young, right? And to me, as a cardiac surgeon, when someone says that, I'm thinking, yeah, you probably do have a pretty strong genetic predisposition. So I understand why Kip was nervous about it. Um, that being said, you know, if we're just talking about cardiovascular disease, there are over 50 genes that have been implicated in cardiovascular risk. And some of them are, you know, really strong, strongly push you towards cardiovascular disease, so heart attacks or strokes, etc. Hypertension, diabetes, um, and some of them, you know, modify your risk by a tiny, tiny amount. But we know that a healthy lifestyle can can halve that risk. But regardless of how you live your life, regardless of your lifestyle, regardless of your genetics, nobody is ever going to get your risk to zero. Like it's 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 not say it's impossible, but it's it's very unlikely that you're going to to get your risk to to completely nothing. Uh, so I, I think that again, I, I think you're right. I think people understand that what we do in our day to day life will impact on that risk. But then I guess you know this comes into to, you know, the discussions that we've had before that you know whether or not we do those things are it's a really complicated equation where you live, how much money you make, all these sorts of things that we've talked about on numerous occasions. Um, but I, I think that I think that you're 100% right, is that no one ever says that the converse is true. No one ever acknowledges that a particular diet is, you know, you can't, can't cure everything with a particular diet. These films say, yes, you can cure everything with a particular way of eating or a particular diet. And, you know, so they, they're applying completely the same logic to, to different problems but coming out with a conveniently different answer and that's just not accurate. Yeah, it, it's really not. And at this point, the, the thing that came into my mind was familial hypercholesterolemia, which is mm -hmm. something that affects one in 50 people in the UK, for example. And this is a genetic variant where you end up with generally pretty high levels of blood cholesterol, not because of anything to do with food, but everything to do with genetics, because there's a, it's a genetic variant that really does have an impact on your risk of heart disease considerably. Mm -hmm. And 
you could eat whatever the fuck you want. Mm. It's not going to make as much of a difference as drugs. Yeah. If you have FH in your family and you have high cholesterol, you've got to take some fucking statins and recognize that you will have to take them for the rest of your life because they're like glasses. If you if your eyes are in a different shape than they should be or something like that, because to be honest, I'm not an ophthalmologist and I'm not sure I quite get it. Also, <laughs> I have 20-20 vision, just saying. But you've got you've to wear glasses for the rest of your life. You kind of have to, unless you have some kind of surgery. You have to wear glasses continuously. You can't just eat your way into better eyeball shape. That's not how it works. Similarly, if you have a genetic variant that means that your body doesn't use cholesterol in the way it's supposed to, you have to take the statins to make up for the fact that you have a genetic variant that fucks you over. Are you angry at me about the glasses thing? I'm very angry about the glasses thing. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm personally offended because I can't see Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling quite victimized by that statement. It's not fair. I want to see the things. It isn't fair, but nobody ever shames <laughs> you for wearing glasses, but people will shame you for taking statins for the rest of your life. Do you want a funny story? People did shame me for wearing glasses because when I was a kid. What? Uh, yeah, because I, I wore glasses since I was like eight years old. Um, so when I was swimming, when I was doing surf lifesaving and doing like open water swims, I couldn't see where I was supposed to be swimming, so I had to have prescription goggles, and they were the ugliest thing you have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just oh, want to no. say, I want to say to whatever omnipotent being or deity or whatever you believe in the universe that was around then, thank you for not allowing smartphones into the world so there is no <laughs> photographic evidence of me wearing them. Oh, wow. That, yeah. that, is, that is impressive. I was that kid. <laughs> also, I realized as I was saying all of this that there are people on YouTube who will tell you that if you just eat raw vegan, you will not need glasses anymore because your eyeballs will magically morph into the shape they're supposed to be or whatever. So... Basically, the world is fucked. Wow. 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 Okay, Nikki. So, meat is bad, eggs are bad, but sugar's okay, right? Oh, alcohol's okay too, apparently. Hey, party time. Okay. I, I have to, I have to like, I have to, to, to go hard at this one. Neil Barnard says this, Dr. Neil Barnard, allegedly. Now, Dr. Neil Barnard is a non-practicing psychiatrist. Now, I would like to give a shout out to my psychiatry colleagues uh, who are wonderful human beings who look after people in, you know, some desperate circumstances. However, I'm sure that they would agree that their knowledge of nutrition and cardiovascular health uh, is probably not to the point where they would go on a documentary that's been seen around the world and wax lyrical about what diet you should have to eat. Anyway, old mate said that alcohol is actually not too bad and, you know, it's certainly not as bad as eggs and meat and dairy, but alcohol is is, is really not okay. Uh, moderate consumption is probably okay. We know that for people who drink, uh, you know, a moderate amount of alcohol, now a moderate amount of alcohol isn't actually that much. It's probably less than two standard drinks a day with a couple of alcohol-free days a week that there is a 
moderate reduction in risk of, of heart disease. But the more alcohol you drink, the more likely you are to get heart disease. But we also don't talk about a lot of the other things that alcohol can cause, like head and neck cancer, liver disease. Uh, it can be associated with psychiatric illnesses. It can have social effects. You know, it's 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 carcinogenic. It's, carcin- it's as carcinogenic by using Kip's logic as cigarettes, which we discussed in the last episode. I was just absolutely flabbergasted that this doctor was saying that, that alcohol is actually not that bad. Like, what planet are you on? The double standard is really, really real. It's it's so real because if if processed meat is the most terrible thing because it's the same class carcinogen as plutonium and cigarettes, then surely by their very same logic, alcohol should be that bad. But no, apparently it's all cool. And also. By the way, you know, you make an excellent point there about how moderate alcohol consumption actually seems to be like pretty decent for your health. And actually that generally tends to not actually be much about the alcohol itself and more about mm-hmm. the social aspect of drinking where we tend to spend most of our time drinking alcohol with other people. So really a lot of that potential benefit comes from the fact that we're spending time with other people and spending time with other humans in a way that is right now safe doesn't kill you <laughs> and uh and also is spending time with people you actually like mm-hmm. really is good for your life expectancy 100 percent, 100 percent. you know and by the same token he says that sugar's actually okay um you know they say repeatedly we've we've said this before that sugar doesn't cause diabetes yeah we know that like we know that thank you it's it's kind of astonishing that we watched a film a few months ago that said that sugar is actually the root of all evil like make up your mind people like you know what is it? I think the fact that they're, they're in such disagreement with one another, these tribes and these documentaries, really just goes to show that no one actually has any idea about what's going on. Uh, were any of the doctors in this What the Health also in Fed Up? I, I think you're right. I think that we have seen some of these people before. I think we've seen them in Game Changers, this one, and Fed Up, I believe, that there's a little bit of overlap when there's this this group of, you know, zealot white doctors uh, who are doing the rounds of all the various documentaries trying to sell their books, I suppose. Yeah, pretty much just going with the agenda that fits with what they want to sell basically sounds harsh but it's kind of true it's kind of true i mean by the end of this i was just like i hate everyone that's all and when you hear next week's episode you will understand that all i wanted was a pizza and a cookie i wanted red wine because apparently it's fine as long as i'm not eating eggs (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I'm going to have eggs for breakfast tomorrow, 100%. I did have eggs for breakfast this morning. Well, you know, I'm going to do it tomorrow, if only to spite them. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I'm eating eggs. Anyway, next week we have our we have our foray into dairy because we feel like we need to stick up for dairy. And I think dairy really got shafted in this film, like a lot. So I am really, really, really looking forward to to sticking up for dairy. Go cows, go. Absolutely. And just to be very clear, we are not here to tell you that you will have to eat these foods. In fact, we're not telling you what to eat at all. 
just no. if, if you are getting the impression that we are giving you advice on what to eat, I would really recommend just actually just pressing rewind and listening to the whole thing again, because we we don't do that. And we deliberately don't do that because we don't know you. We're not here to make those decisions for you. It is up to you to take all of this information that we give you so that you have the actual accurate information, not some dumb fuckery that these people think in this documentary think is science, which is not. Because with that accurate information, you can actually then make those decisions for yourself in a way that is actually empowering because misinformation is not empowering in the slightest no we're not here to tell you that you you have to eat all the eggs and all the meat and all the dairy or that these are blameless wonderful miracle foods that are just the pinnacle of health we're not saying any of that and if that is what you are interpreting from this i would really encourage you to look inward and to figure out well why am i getting this impression when all of those things are not things that we have said at all we are simply correcting misinformation because we value accurate information we think it's an incredibly important offering to give people because someone's got to fucking do it seeing as these documentaries aren't going to even try <laughs> no do you know what even better yet listen to us but if you have a health concern as best as you can we know it's not available to everyone go and see a healthcare professional who is qualified to give this advice if you need dietary advice go and see a dietitian or a nutritionist if you need medicine or medical advice and diagnosis and treatment you see a doctor netflix is not amongst those recommendations i'm sorry well said anyway right Next week, dairy. But in the meantime, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating because that's how people will find us and we want to be found. You know, we're just we're just hanging out here talking to ourselves unless you guys find us. But if you have any questions or comments, you can get in contact with us on email, inbadtastepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Uh, we love it when you send us funny stories and we love it when you put something funny in, in the subject line. So why not this week? Tell us how you like your eggs. Uh, sunny side up, you know, over easy, poached. I like poached eggs, by the way. Um, and But in the meantime, while you're waiting for our next episode, come and hang out with us on our socials. Pixie is at Pixie Nutrition and I am at Dr. Nikki Stamp. And as always, we will leave you some references and links and other useful information that isn't a documentary in the show notes below. So join us next week to find out why stuffed crust is a government conspiracy. We'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.